What up, everybody? We're back. We're back. It's the Nation of Podcation podcast. It's the People's Podcast. The People's Podcast. First, as always, you know how we do. We got to give a shout out to our fans. Thank you, thank Thank you, you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Without you, there is no us. Continue to show that support. Like, follow, share, subscribe. Nation of Podcation on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. That's where we're at. And Nation of Podcation on Instagram and Facebook. We always interact with our fans. Never too good to follow back. It's me, the outstanding original, the Oracle of Ideas. I'm O'Shea. I'm here with my usual suspects. It's the reigning, defending, undisputed people's champ, John B. Yo, 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 Nation, what up? Mr. Last name, song, straight from the hip with the cannon, Shannon. What's happening? Hot topics, hot takes, ready to debate. Today we got a what the f*** happened to hood movies. Fellas, how y'all feeling? Feeling good, feeling great. Ready to get into this one. You know, I was thinking about it today and I'm like, okay, yeah, we're going to have some fun with this one. Shannon, how you feeling, man? Man, I've been uh, thinking about all these hood movies from our past and just wondering, like uh, like O'Shea said, what the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? Who knows, man, but we're going to talk through it and figure this out tonight. So, as y'all know, like that movie what Queen and Slim just came out maybe about a week and a half ago. Yep. And... It's been getting really good reviews. Been a pretty good movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it. If you haven't, I'll keep my to myself. (laughs) All right, no spoilers here. But like with the old school hood movies, like from the 90s and the 2000s, I mean, you had your I'm Bout It, your um, uh, Baby Boys, your Fridays, your Boys in the Hood, your Juice, your Menace to Societies, your Paid in Fools, Above the Rim. Uh, growing up as a kid from the 90s, I mean, we got introduced to some of the greatest and best hood movies of all time. So, fellas, y'all know the routine. What's going on with the hood movies? Shannon, start off with you today. Check me up. Um, One thing I'll say is uh, with some of the hood movies, I feel like that when you when you interject like into today's hollywood everyone wants to hit that that certain dollar amount so i think production and budgets go up um, especially with a lot of people now uh, adapting to the culture and are actually now curious about the culture Um, you get a a higher production value which means better sets um, better um, actors all around you don't necessarily have to go after like up-and-coming actors like when we were coming up uh, we had a very young uh, Wesley Snipes, we had a very young yeah. Alan Payne, a very young Wood Harris, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, um, before she was Smith. Um, we had a lot of uh, Bokeem Woodbine, also another one that's yeah, in he was all so of them. Young back then. Um, with those actors, though, that's when they started. Um, now, the actors that we're getting for some of our, uh, you know, our more cultured uh, movies. Um, they're not feeling that same hood feel. And I think it's just because the dollar amount that's put behind them, like Ice Cube came out of pocket the front uh, Friday. Right. Um, so you're not getting that same thing. Like Mario Van Peebles had to help like put up money for New Jack City. 
um, where now the the actual distributors like Warner Brothers, Universal, and what have you, they're they're seeing these stories and are like, man, I can make a buck off of it. So now it doesn't have that same feel, that same vibe. Now everyone's talking about it, not just you know the inner city. So I think that's part of what has happened okay. uh, to the hood movies. That's what's up, John B. Swing it over to you. What's happening, brother? What's Check going me on? out. What's going on? Uh, I think part of it has to do with during the the nineties and the two thousands when these movies the came. Nine, out. nine and the two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our, uh, that's our previous episode. Check that out. We did our uh, top 10 songs with dope intros. So we had to throw that <laughs> reference in there somewhere. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, nah, well, <laughs> threw him all the way off. Yeah, threw me off. But what I was going to say is during that time, like really gangster rap and hardcore rap and bringing a real true gritty essence, you know, really started by, you know, like Ice-T and N.W.A. and, you know, these type of groups that were really bringing, like, just true street essence to hip-hop and then for it to then get to a certain level of, like, uh, notoriety or, you know, crossover appeal into other forms of entertainment, like movies. And I think you had a boom just of different perspectives. You know, there's hood comedies, hood dramas. I mean, there's a whole spectrum of, you know, different movies you can sample from, um, that'll give you the, you know, the essence of what a real hood movie is and, you know, whether it's, you know, the, the time, you know, some of it is, you know, when you remember, you know, watching it, you know, like I remember watching I, I'm About It on, on VHS, mm-hmm. you know, it was yep. circulated through the boot, uh, bootleg that way. So, um, you know, but um, I think a lot of it had to do with it, like I said, just being a boom during that time. And, you know, you just kind of had so many different people wanting to. Uh, you know, get to this type of movie. I think it kind of maybe, you know, I don't want to say it took like obviously all of the ideas of how, how you can do a hood movie, but I think it kind of oversaturated the market to a point where then these movies started getting parodies of these movies. Like, you know, you had your menace to society, then you had, you know, uh, you don't, know be don't, a menace. don't be a menace. So, um, you know, and then I think it kind of, you know, it's like, okay, well, this is now kind of played out type of thing. And then people just kind of faded away from it. Um, to other stuff, so I think that might be one of the reasons that might have contributed to, to you know what the you know what the f- happened to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, just for some reason they just don't have the staying power like they used to. Nah. I just don't feel they they connect. A lot of the the newer movies they just try to commercialize it so much, and they yeah. just don't really touch the essence of the hood. Whereas like the older movies back in the day, they would touch the essence of the hood. They would take you back to where you remember being on the corner with your boys, or you remember being like boys in the hood. You remember growing up, going over to your you know the buddy's house where you meet up and throw the football around, or where y'all would just hang out. Whoever's yeah. house was the hangout spot. They just don't really get to the like the essence of what it was like growing up in in that era or what it's like there now Facts. so um, i also think uh, social media has a lot to do with it because like you said we would get tapes back in the day like i'm about it those tapes would circulate kind of like dolomite you can check that episode out i'm just plugging the hell out of us tonight so, <laughs> so check out that episode but like dolomite did he kind of had his own tapes and he kind of spread those out on his own that's kind of like how i'm about uh, i'm about it got around uh john b shout out to your brother because he used to always get a hold of all the tapes and i remember being a youngster going over to your crib all the time y'all always had all the hood shit at the at your crib i remember yeah. being in a basement that's where I watched I'm about it for the first time. I watched Friday from the first time at your crib. So 
Yeah, shout out to the Button household. Shout out to Ron Button for having his hands on Uh-oh. all that shit. Yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. yeah. Um, so why don't you? Why do you guys think that these movies don't have that kind of staying power, John B? We are gonna swing it right back to you, my friend. Um, I think kind of what you said. You know, I think it's just at a certain level now where, you know, people just aren't really. I just don't people are really gravitating to it anymore. Just. I don't know. It's tough, man, because there's so many. Di- I think it's not really too many like major things. I think it's like subtle little things like that have, you know, contributed to everything. And you know, I don't know. It's a tough one, y'all. I, to be honest, I mean, Shannon, jump in here. What you think? Well, I I think the big thing is I don't think you know black community wants to be looked at in that eye forever. Mm, okay. um, that's good. Like I was going to get to that too. But it that's, has that's to get to a, a it has to get to a point where there is some kind of growth. Um, we can't just be looked at uh, always as, you know, someone shooting somebody or someone selling dope to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't always be in that same, like, light. I mean, right. even Facts. your, your light hearted uh, hood movies, like your Fridays and then um, Jason's Lyric, for example, that mm-hmm. one's not really like, you know, bang, bang, shoot them up. It's more of like a love hood story, but... Um, even the lighthearted ones still give that same, like, that's, that's what they are. And I don't think, you know, I, I think it got to a point where Black Hollywood was just like, we're making these low-budget films, and this is all that people see us for doing. It was almost kind of like, it looked at as like almost like a second part of uh, black exploitation. Um, okay, I And I feel like that. there needed to be, yeah. uh, it had to be some kind of growth. And, you know, I'm not... Uh, gonna say that Tyler Perry came in and saved it, but uh, one thing that we were discussing before, like Tyler Perry came in, and what you had said, O'Shea, was that uh, you know he kind of showed like the uh, the positive side of of the black male and female, like right. they're already established, they're already in big business, and a lot of it's really a portrayal of his own life, because I mean he came from from like being homeless to now. But he owns his own studio in Atlanta to, to help grow more uh, black movies and black film, um, which is, a, a, you know, shout out to Tyler Perry for making that happen because yeah. that puts yeah. a lot of jobs out there now. Um, and you don't necessarily have to go in that same old school format. I just wish that there were still some of them out there. Uh, just bring us one maybe once every five years or something that's just like a truly like true essence of a hood movie. My thing is like, I, and it's with everything now, the staying power and for everything now is just people's attention span is so short, you know, just like like with yeah, music, just like John, you were talking about with the music and, and the stuff back in the day. Remember, and we talk about this from time to time, especially when we did our last episode, listen to that, um, <laughs> um, the, the staying power of the new music is just not as long lasting as it was back in the day, like you Snoop Dogg, for instance, he put out a his single in 93, early 93. His album drops the end of 93, and he's still dropping singles off of that same album in the summer of 94. But, you know, that that's almost, you know, two years worth of dropping stuff from the same album, whereas yeah. nowadays you have to drop a single, then two weeks later you got to drop another single, and then another two weeks later you got to drop another single, and then your album is pretty much done it's done in rotation and then you they're waiting on the next thing for you so i I think the same thing is with these movies nowadays like after you watch them it's like okay we watch it let's go on to the next thing where it's like the movies that we grew up on we didn't have movies coming out every 
you know, every, you know, we didn't have like five or six movies coming out every single week when we were growing up or we didn't have that, you know, that type of the type of studios and stuff like that as when we were growing up. So I just think that those those movies just stood the test of time just because during that time, I mean, everything has stood the test of time from the 90s. So I feel Um, so with some of these new movies that's been coming out, I just want to ask you guys how you feel about a couple of them. Um, How do you guys feel about the movie Notorious? Do you guys consider that a hood movie? Uh, I don't. Um, I think it's just more of a you know biographical you know movie you know uh, origin story for you know the comic book fans out there. Uh, you know it's just uh, it just you know it's not really you know it's just it's a story of you know these people's lives of you know maybe their you know upbringings from the hood. But as far as you know, a movie designed you know for that type of audience, I don't think that's what it was. So for. you would lump that with your all eyes on me oh, yeah. and your straight out of Compton's. You would put yeah. that in that. You because would put these, them in that category as non hood movies. Yeah, because these are meant for these are meant for crossover appeal. Like right. These weren't meant to you know just stay you know amongst you know you know the urban community or whatever. It was solely just to. You know, to get over to make a mass appeal to show everybody, you know, this is how, you know, the story happened on how we came up and, you know, the whole nine with that. So I wouldn't consider those uh, hood movies myself. Shannon, hood um, movies or not? No, nah, uh, I feel like at the end of every single hood movie, um, no matter uh, how y'all feel, but I personally feel like at the end of every single hood movie, there's some type of message. Um, there's some message. Yeah, there, there's some type of dialogue. Like if you if you truly pay attention to every single movie, there's something at the end of it that you're supposed to receive in it. Like even with New Jack City, I guarantee you, everyone's favorite person in there was Nino Brown. Um, even though like they glorified the gangster, the 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 bad guy, the issue like that was pressed throughout the whole movie is that you know there's a Nino Brown in every single city, right? Um, and I don't think that they do that anymore. Like it's really more of like for the the biopic uh, picks. I mean, those are just accounts of what had happened from certain individuals and how accurate it is. We'll never know because you know that they dramatize a lot of it just for a screenplay. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Got to. Cause, I mean, I guarantee like. With Tupac, I mean, there there wasn't really a whole lot of people that were alive when they made that movie that were really involved in his life at that time. Right. Um, like half of the outlaws have already passed, and Tupac himself had passed. And I I think um, Afeni Shakur, she was uh, right there, or she probably I think she might have passed during the filming of that film. So I mean, the the accounts of it were really more or less hearsay. Um, and I don't think at the end you really got a true message out of that movie, um, right. out of the Biggie movie you didn't. Um, maybe a little bit out of Straight out of Compton of, you know, hey, if you keep at it and you stay with your dream, you can end up being as big as Aftermath Records or, what, or Ice Cube with his movies and Big Three. It gives you um, inspiration, but yeah. it doesn't really leave you with a message. So I would probably say no. Yeah, I'm gonna say no to all three of them. Those, like, like you said, John, those were like autobiography picks movies or some, some like that, some genre that they would fit in. But I, don't, I wouldn't classify them as hood movies just because they were made, like you said, they were made for the masses, for everyone to get an idea of what yep. these great yep. rappers and individuals went through and, in and you know their story. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't put those, put them in there. Uh, real quick, nah. just go around the table. Start with you, John B. 
what's your personal favorite hood movie and why? Just real quick. Uh, well, I'm not going to hold you to it if you're changing it in six months. Probably Boys in the Hood. Shock. That's what's up. Boys in the Hood. Why Boys in the Hood? Um, you know, I like it because it did have a message in there. Um, it did, you know, show the, the tragedy of the hood of how, you know, desperate things can be and how traumatic things can be. Um, but on the flip side of it, it also had some good things to come out of it when, you know, when Dre and his girl were able to get out the hood and, you know, move and go to, you know, a, a college or university out of state and, you know, and, you know, you at least get the perception that they got away from the drama that was going on, you know, amongst themselves in the hood and were able to make some of themselves. So you kind of got the taste of everything in the movie. So that's my number one, probably. That's what's up. Hood. Shannon? Uh, for me, I'd say New Jack City. Okay, okay. Why New Jack? Um, Mario Van Peebles did his thing with that story. Uh, overall soundtrack yes. incorporating uh, Teddy Riley. Um, yeah. It was at the height of the New Jack era. Um, Wesley Snipes uh, had his like acting chops on point for me. I think that was uh, his one of his first films as a villain, um, which I thought was dope. Yeah, uh, Alan was. Payne, which is in a lot of hood movies, um, he his character G Money uh, was was a classic character. I mean, we even uh, have seen G Money in real life through a lot of people who act fake <laughs> and will double cross on you. Quick, um, quick. And just the overall, like Chris Rock, even as Pookie, I mean, we see that to this day. Um, to this day. Uh, to this day. To this day. Of, you know, people struggling with substance abuse. Uh, it's a lot of different things in that movie that are still relevant to this day. And I feel like, for me, New Jack City just it holds the test of time. Yep. That's what's up. That's what's up. I'm probably going to go ahead and roll with Menace to Society. Uh, I love that movie a lot. I like the beginning scene, uh, you know, when they're at the, you know, the get together. And yep. then, you know, Kane and his cousin, Harold, they kind of get shot up and they do takes his car and then go to the hospital, you know, hospital. Stay up, Kane. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> they, they, it, it, just the whole movie. It, it was good, man. It, it, it just kind of told the uh, the story of how it is in uh, Compton in South Central L.A. So I, I, I love that. Love that movie a lot, man. It'd probably be my personal favorite. Young Lorenz Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old young dog. Tate. Yeah, Young Tate in there. Young Tate in there. Well, fellas, we've done it. Another one in the books. Um, fans, you know the deal. Like, follow, share, subscribe in podcation on Twitter and Snapchat, Nation of Podcation, everywhere else. YouTube, subscribe. Uh, give us your comments. How you feeling about our Hood Movies episode uh, for the nation? Last name song. John B. People's Champ. Outstanding original O'Shea. I'm out. We out. We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.